0: Hello! Hello!
1: I'm Melanie Reek.
0: And I'm Jessica Benoist-Young, and this is Best Line.
1: Worst Line.
0: Where we talk about, where we watch, see I had to mess it up, I couldn't do it.
1: We could not make it just intro. be right. You know, somebody suggested to me, they're like, why don't you just like record something and plop it in, and I was like, because this is more fun.
0: Because we would not even be able to do that, like.
1: No, it would take a lot of takes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Where we watch movies, TV, uh, speeches, and skits, maybe someday in the future, (laughs) and we choose and discuss our best and worst lines from each.
1: So this week, we just have one movie, but it is a classic. We are doing Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, and Jessica and I watched it together last year. And as soon as we watched it, I texted our guest and said, this is your perfect movie. So our guest today, she is an accountant by day, but also on the board of the Youth Ultimate nonprofit in Colorado Springs that they just started um, In the on the board of the Pikes Peak Kiwanis Club. She is a talented actress and a storyteller featured on a February 2021 episode of The Moth, please welcome Kaylee Hudson. Woo! Thank you. If
2: you, you. had with lists, we
1: would have a applause here. That was, Wait, you know, hold was... on, hold yeah. on. Hold on. There we go. See, I was like thinking, we, you know, I was planning for our live audience, and we just don't have one yet. I'm prepping for our live shows. Largo, here we go. Perfect. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Kay, I'm so, so happy you're here for this. Because I did. Like, as soon as we finished watching Barb and Star, I was like, this is Kaylee's movie. Like, without a doubt, this (laughs) is, Kaylee would love this movie.
2: And I did. I appreciated that. Hot tip. And I think... I guess, yeah, it was like a little over a year ago, I think. Yeah, about... I think it came out, like, March-ish 21, I think it came out. Which, like,
1: it's so funny, because I think I've read so many places about this movie that... If it had come out in theaters, it would have flopped because this is like, I mean, it's so dumb. It's such a dumb movie.
0: It's kind of that. It's kind of a thing like, so there is still this, well, in the, in the pandemic, I don't know, but previous to the pandemic, it was very much a long held thing that like people would just show up to the theater And if they didn't have a specific thing in mind, they would just pick something and go. And this is the kind of movie that if you just were like, oh, Kristen Wiig, Jamie Dornan, I'm going to go to that one. And you walked in, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? And it wouldn't, it Uh just wouldn't sit. But this is the kind of movie that has to be something that you... You as the individual have to like actively seek out and want exactly what is in it, or have a really well, good idea of how it's going to be, for it to just like hit, and then it hits.
1: <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to counter that a little bit because the first time we watched it, our response within the first like three minutes was, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck is this is movie? going on?" <laughs> oh, yeah, that's
2: true. That, I that's think it's the appropriate response. I, like, I kept actually because melanie like i'm streaming it i rented it and then like yeah i see this kid on his bike you know and then going like when the tree and the laser goes up i like paused it to make sure i was rented and was watching the right movie like there were so many times the beginning, like this doesn't seem like what did melanie (laughs) recommend like how this is not like wasn't yeah that's like i feel like the appropriate response for the first few minutes that whole plot I didn't
0: expect but all right. of the stuff you know with um you're going to have to remind me of her name Annie Mamalo? Yes and Kristen Wig like their characters I had oh, I yeah. knew exactly like what this was gonna be. But no, you're totally right. right. With the whole like villain intro and yo yo and stuff, I was like, Wait, what? What are we watching? Hold on.
1: <laughs> I, I had that same reaction too. I was like, is this the right movie? And yeah. then like when you see um Kristen Wiig as yeah. Sharon Gordon Fisherman, which oh my god, Sharon Gordon Fisherman <laughs> is
2: the I mean, if you knew, how long did it take everyone here to realize that was Kristen Wiig? It took it a bit. It took me probably longer. It took then it yeah. should have before it dawned on me. It was my
0: immediate thought, but then I was like, but no. And then yeah. I had to like really stare. I was like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. I talked myself out of it and then had to like talk myself back in.
2: And so that's where it kind of got me thinking. So I feel like one thing that's good about this movie is it kind of brings me back to like the 90s and gives me some Austin Powers mm-hmm. types vibes. Like some of those movies that... Again, at first, maybe we we're kind of like, "What is going on?" And then they became like these almost like cult right. family, you know, like quotable things you go back to. But it is, and also with Kristen Wood playing this mm-hmm. villain, you know, that's like you know this kind of that has this kind of ridiculous reason why. Yeah, it's very like, doctrinal you know Evil-esque. she's wanting to do this, but in their own way, it didn't seem like I didn't watch it thinking they're trying to be awesome powers. It wasn't that it was just as I thought about it later and kind of what the movie was bringing? It's something we just kind of haven't had in right. a while that just kind of pure just escapism like i'm not like none of this is realistic and that's not what i want and that's why like right now and like i can just enjoy this mm -hmm. and laugh
1: and that's why like going back to why i think it would have flopped had this come out in normal circumstances because it would have come out as a summer blockbuster it would have or like come out in the summer it would have been competing against summer blockbusters like all the marvel movies all of the things that would people go to people wouldn't want to pay i mean we rented it, so we did end up paying like seventeen bucks for it or whatever. But people wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm gonna go see see this Christian Wiig movie, unless you're like a really big Christian Wiig fan, like pay that much to go to a theater. It would have had a bad opening weekend, and then people would have been like, Oh, it wasn't a success because people just wouldn't have known about it. So they wouldn't have gone and it would have had that narrative. Or they
2: would have maybe expected more so maybe would have expected more bridesmaids yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type comedy funny. I think that could have been more of a people even if you see the cover thing of it, you're still going to kind of have that little bit of expectation. Absolutely. right? Oh, this is a Kristen Wiig film. But because it came out when
1: it did, March 2021, we're still in lockdown, vaccines are just coming out. Escapism is what we all need. It's why Ted Lasso did so well too, which is like a story for another time, because I think like, it's so funny how like the creators of Ted Lasso were like, we didn't think we were planning, creating something that escapist, but cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> But yeah. Um, <laughs> Nice people
0: are escapism.
1: Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad that nice nice is escapism? Because that's in this too. Like Barb and Star are nice. Yeah, they're nice. And I mean, there's other ridiculousness. But had it come out in the theaters, it wouldn't have had that. The word of mouth of this, because like we watched it because we're like, okay, that could be fun. And then immediately I messaged Kaylee and I'm sure I messaged a ton of other people being like, oh my gosh, you have to watch Barb and Star because it was so funny
0: this was, it was I all <laughs> word of mouth. Um, I got on Twitter one day after it had been out for a couple days or a week or whatever. And just like every single comedian that I followed was like, go watch Barvin Star. And I was like, okay, uh-huh. I will.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask, how did you all find yeah, out about it? Because I didn't mouth. even know it existed until Melanie told yeah, me. How did, how did we choose it?
0: I think I texted you and I was like, we had already, we already had plans for that day, and and we were texting maybe, like, on Thursday, trying to figure out what we wanted to watch, and I was like, um, have you seen anything about Barb and Star? And I think you went and looked it up, and you were like, sure, let's do that, and <laughs> so we did and, it. And, like,
1: <laughs> immediate. I think I, and like, immediately became obsessed with it, like, I, I was like, I think I watched it twice that weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My roommate bought it on the Apple TV, like, immediately, sight unseen, and I was like, that's a bold choice, but I... Support it, um, <laughs> because like if you don't like this movie, like you, I could see people watching it being really not like Barbara star.
2: I can see that. Oh yeah, there are people who wouldn't, but again, it's as I said, Melanie was right. It's definitely like my brand of just kind of like the physical comedy and comedic timing. Like even when I'm acting, like you know, I know Melanie's very kind of say, "Oh, a talented actress," but are. it's really just like a hobby, fun thing, and it's like that kind of physical mm-hmm. comedy and verbal like timing, like where the timing would joke like really like a lot of the script lands on if you execute it and deliver it well and that's what works so well with them and um like and that's just my brand and that's not everyone's brand i'm your hot like hot rod I will keep watching that every (laughs) now and then and like you know that like it's just like part of this like kind of genre of brand movies i'm like this is so ridiculous but when i need it it is it is there for me and it's what i need in certain times and the pandemic was those times and so yeah, the pandemic was lots of those times.
0: I, there's just something about like, I mean, I wrote down. So I didn't even. I just had to make myself stop because I, I was like, and I even texted Melanie. And I was like, I think I'm just writing down everything. Like I'm literally for the first twenty minutes was just yeah. writing down like everything, and I'm like, that's you can't do that. I know. <laughs> you can't do
2: that. I, don't know if I just pull up a script. it's so like,
0: impressive. Mine. And this is something where like if we're talking about Austin Powers and some of the older like that whole like late 80s through the 90s like spoof genre you can even put some of the like new era mel brooks in there and stuff like it's like the silliness is is just so much more clever and to and like sometimes even a little subdued there is something about those characters that allows them to be really silly and over the top without seeming silly and over the top at all and then they deliver these lines that like they're not delivering it like it's this big corny joke, like there's no wink to the camera, like, ha-ha, no. that was funny. They're just delivering it, and then you're kind of like, haha. that. Like, what? You know, it, it's, yeah. it takes you a minute to be like, oh, that was really funny, or that was really cute, but,
1: you know. Or to even... You- <laughs> If get you what take, they said
0: yeah or if you take the line completely out of context like you said kaylee like if you just take it out it's not a funny line but it's the way that they deliver it and a lot of times the way that, that they deliver it together or like off of each other mm-hmm. that just makes it like and it's constant it never stops this movie never stops <laughs> like, no
1: it, from, from it the... laughs
0: laughs from a to b like or a to z yeah. just like non-stop it it doesn't let up there's no downtime it just keeps going
1: I mean from the minute yo-yo starts on the bike with the I mean that kid that kid Mm-hmm. lip-syncing I mean like that that dancing that he does on the bike and just like with the headphones and it's just he's so good and I think going back to your point about like they're not winking to the camera or anything it's like they're taking it very seriously every character takes what they say very seriously Mm -hmm, and uh that's what makes it work because it's not like we know this is I mean they know it's campy but they treat it as real and so you Uh as the audience I'm like oh okay I'm along for this ride I'm not taken out of it by them being like, ha ha, we're that funny. We're you know? making
0: jokes all the time. Yeah, that's a very Austin Powers, that's a very Mike Meyer type thing, is his character, or the main character is usually like, the villain not so much, but Austin Powers himself is like, I'm a funny guy, you know, and is constantly cracking what are obviously situational jokes. And uh, it's just not, yeah, it's just not happening in this movie at all. And it makes it funnier. I <laughs> the
2: but yeah, After the first time I watched it, then each time after that, I have the um, captions on. Mm-hmm. And part of it is to help. And it's like how even like, I'll you know, get to it later. But there's even like a really hysterical line that I realized i would missed every time, even with captions, because I was laughing so hard at the thing before <laughs> it. And that's where, as you said, like how they're really just genuine uh-huh. in their like in the funny. So especially when they're going through like all the different like seashell shops and the belief it or not, you know, when they're (laughs) seeing and doing the shopping, you're like those comments are so funny, but you're like, but those people like, that's why those touristy trappy, like kitschy little things Mm -hmm. exist. And there's so many of them. Like I used to live in Hawaii. So like, you know, like you walk around Waikiki beach, like you have all these stores selling the same thing. It's like, because there's a market for it. You have Mm -hmm. those people that are just doing that. So there's that definitely rooted. You're like, some people are probably watching that, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, this would be my mom." Not being like, "Oh, glass bottom boat!" Like we have <laughs> oh, to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, like there's probably people who see family members in that moment too, and so it's yeah, you know, said it's, it's very funny, but then it is also you feel like it's that it is their characters and them being like their authentic Barb and Star.
1: And I mean, I know those characters are obviously heightened, but like I know those women, like I know the like, like yeah, Midwestern wearing the culottes, just going to do their daily thing. Like, I know but, those women.
0: But do you know if those women then drink an entire fish tank of liquor no. and then pop some what I only could assume are uppers and then have a threesome?
2: <laughs> I don't know those women.
0: I said, I, like, I know the
2: beginning of depends women. on which side of like- my family they're coming from.
0: <laughs> that was one of my... <laughs> Oh, that scene kills me. And then
1: the, <laughs> it's,
0: uh, we, re- we really used the room and our bodies. <laughs> it was like <laughs> one of my favorite lines and well, they're just so chill well, about it. They act then, like they would do, like, they do that oh, stuff yeah. all the time. No, no
2: shame. Yeah. No shame. Like, so it's kind of cool how you know that that was a new <clears> thing <throat> for, especially Barb and star like, but it was also kind of cool to see where it wasn't. There wasn't any of the shame of like, oh, no, what did we, do? you know, they're just yeah. like. So even though that's not something that, they, you know, necessarily have been like their vibe before of just get drunk and, you know, just have fun with whoever's around you. It was kind of also cool to see that it wasn't like they didn't play up the whole. Midwestern but like oh no, oh, what did we do we did okay like they're just like totally like yeah no yeah oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh maybe your back hurts from that stuff yeah. on the table that was I was riding y'all pretty good <laughs> <laughs> like I, mean, I thought <laughs> that was also just pretty fun how they just so... like clearly that was new but it wasn't like this weird crazy like I can't believe we did that it's just like oh man yeah that happened all right
0: <laughs> I was just gonna say if Jamie Dornan sits down next to you at a bar and drinks with you I mean you you make that happen like you just do absolutely what you need to do to to seal the deal you know
2: I think I mean, it's the hotel room
1: pick up line <laughs> yeah I was gonna say Kaylee Kaylee you texted me after you or like while you were watching it and you texted me that out of context and this was like you were like you're room room 611 we're in room 24 one twenty four. And or she was like, We're using that the next time we go out for a pickup line for you. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god. Yeah, when a wing woman for you. When I wing woman
1: for you, this is what we're using. And I was just like, What do you mean?
2: And she was like, Melanie. I was like,
1: Oh, okay. We're watching the movie. (laughs) But like that whole scene with the techno, my heart will go on. I like that was another uh, moment of what the fuck is this movie? I mean, like I had uh, what the fuck is this movie when we met Sharon Gordon Fisherman. And then like, we go back to like them sitting on the couch with man. I feel like a woman. And like the, just even like the tapping of the feet is just so that whole exchange that they do on the couch is just so funny. Oh, I know like attraction to. Yeah. Well, not working, but working. I will say the talking club. Like, I know that's a catalyst and it's, Part of it that that part always has been like eh, for me. I don't know. I I mean I know I guess. <laughs> oh, I, but Vanessa, I guess, there. Yeah. It's so funny. Okay, maybe maybe and, that part uh, is bad eh for me because I hate the hot dog soup. Like every time oh, I do a hot dog, it just looks okay. so gross. I'm like I don't want
2: to eat it. Here's one thing. Someone quiet me by taking one of your future lines, <laughs> but I'm just like I think talking club. One of like in the first thing you know the main part where we see it. I love how Vanessa Bayer, like when they come clean, that they lost their jobs, that she says, she's like, oh yeah, you know, talking club has three major rules and those rules are no sneakers, like, oh yeah, no swearing except for the F word and no lying. But it's like, all right, but we also, oh, so the whole like show up yeah. on time or you get locked out <laughs> or go off topic and you lose for your suit, your dad. dinner those seem major but it's like but it's just funny she's like we only have three major rules <laughs> and you've already seen her like do this and you're like no sneakers like I don't, okay. that was kind of a thing that I it's like after a couple of times I was able to pay attention to other things like that kind of just started on me I was like wait Gail just got freaking lost yeah. out don't Gail not even right before <laughs> six, yeah, and like but sneakers. Oh, that's the major one. Oh, okay, yeah. but like yeah, I think as you I pay attention more of those subtle yeah. things. Oh, yeah. the I take to, that back. I, the soup
1: part, I'm just like I can't with the soup. But uh, Fortune star too with the like people think we're all, we're not busy around, but we are all yeah. year, all year, all year. <laughs> uh, there's just so much. Okay. okay, so I think if we're gonna get into best lines, I. Really hard time choosing a best line because I had three categories this week which was best worst and so stupid it's hysterical and most of my lines fall under that third category because I'm really <laughs> trying to figure out what the best line in this movie was but I had so I think my best line is not a line I'm cheating so much on this Wait, line thing no. I want to hear what? what
0: your stupid one is first
1: Oh, okay. Do you want to hear my whole my whole list of stupid lines? Because that's it's going to take a while. I have, okay. I, have, I have a list. <laughs>
2: Do you have the script in front of you? Is that what you're?
1: Just... Oh my god! It's like, well, I'm going to make myself a suicide. Hysterical. <laughs> also, a... '90s throwback. Oh yes. <laughs> a little bit of root beer, traditional cola, and it's the way she says it too. She takes it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Reveal of small lab mice that are in a band strings you're off the rest can have cheese like what the hell i mean this is that was where this movie i think to me i was like this is where kristen Wiig and annie Mumolo said we will take no notes thank you like to uh-huh. whatever student whatever studio was making this movie they're like we will take no notes this is what we are making because who green lights this movie Who greenlights <laughs> tiny mice playing in an orchestra for a villain who has killer mosquitoes like
2: um it seems like one of those things where like you and your friends like you know we have been drinking one night uh-huh. and then start talking about the plot of we movie, and we're like oh my gosh this will be hysterical and so you get out the video camera <laughs> you know like and, like <laughs> then you sit there and start recording yourselves, thinking like this is going to be hysterical and you like later watch it you're like this we i mean yeah you realize like we thought this was funny but it doesn't necessarily translate well. outside of being in our state of mind but like it just kind of like some of the stuff like when you just say it in individual things it sounds like people were like drinking you know or just like in a loopy like mood yeah. and laugh like just slap happy laughing at things but it actually no works and is so funny hilarious
1: what other ones i'll, I'll try to go through some of these quickly i gotta read this interview with don chiedel <laughs> <laughs> <out to> <laughs> <Chiedle>. oh <laughs> i couldn't whenever i think of frog's legs i think of kermit riding his bicycle yes. know he used his legs he really needed them
2: <laughs> so that's where I always was dying at that one. The way she does it, she's like, oh, just how he uses legs. Like, he really needed them. And like, yeah. And then, and then what they order. Star, Kristen Wiig goes on. To, yeah, I didn't like yeah, catch I didn't that catch She goes time. on to order like a manatee something. But then Deal. Barb is like, oh, yeah, like the fried it's baby bald eagle really or something. It's feel like, stuffed, veal
0: like, stuffed veal manatee, manatee. And fried bald eagle babies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which like a feel yeah. is, so, is a like, baby
1: calf. So. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> yeah. So for some reason, like that just didn't like... Dick, even though i've had the closed caption because i think i was just like always just laughing and then kind of imagining kermit uh-huh. on a bike when she would say that part like that part's always so funny but last night was the first time i actually saw like just noticed on the i was like pause like wait what how have i missed this and it's awesome that there's still things you can catch you know on like the fourth fifth whatever <laughs> rewatch. but yeah, the fried bald fried eagle baby
1: so, so dumb it's so i can't do the frog so legs
2: funny. think of kermit
1: and then so many of the things that were just like so stupid they're so funny aren't necessarily lines they're like running bits like yes everything with Damon Wayans mm-hmm. as Donnie Bunkle mm-hmm. like for yeah. Donnie Bunkle. Bunkle like everything with Darla him is showing up in like giving his name away address and he he's, like, like he so, um, he's supposed yeah. to be this like
2: professional spy name. and Damn it. it's all yeah, was whispered Damn. And, and I liked like, all
0: this stuff with the turtles debate yeah. like you had a bath with a baby turtle <laughs> you went to a turtle's house <laughs> like, and it just keeps
2: coming it's like, up normally... I have to
0: confess I, I didn't take a bath with a baby turtle <laughs>
2: no. but it I love that because it's like normally you're like that would be such an outrageous like yeah not trying to base like in reality but I love that they both had these outrageous stories. So, you know, so it's like, of course, they're going to yeah. believe so, <laughs> the other person. And it's not going to be like, I have to believe this because mine's outrageous. Like they came up with it and they're just mm-hmm. such so stressing front, you know, it's like it's not this like suspicious that, you know, I don't think like fully about it because they just kind of both move on. One of my. F- I think like we both had yeah. crazy turtle <laughs> encounters.
0: One of my favorite running gags in the movie is the fact that Kristen Wiig star thinks she's disgusting and keeps talking about it and just the way that she always just throws it in there like (laughs) she writes she's writing a letter to edgar which (laughs) is the jamie dornan character he's a spy for the villain and they have the threesome with them and they both want to have more sexy times with him and (laughs) So that's where the turtle thing comes up. They both make up these stories because they both go to see him and their cover stories. Are that they had these encounters with baby turtles, but she's writing him a letter and then just decides to go give it to him. And she says, "Dearest Edgar, I hope you remember me. I'm the disgusting woman you met last night." (laughs) And so she, and it's like I think she mentions it probably six times in the movie, probably, and she just constantly because. I, I don't remember where it come where she explains it. Like
1: it's because oh of because, her he she, her, because he left her because the husband her. left
0: her. Yeah, he left and her, and so them. she she's always saying like, "Men find me disgusting." <laughs> <I know. laughs> so she <laughs> constantly <laughs> refers to herself as a disgusting woman, and I just um, Kristen Wig is hot, even as a you know. A strangely coiffed, middle-aged, Married Midwestern Midwest woman in culottes and uh, Bermuda shorts. She's still smoking hot. So it's just really funny to have, to have her be like, I know men find me disgusting. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Well, so
2: like, I also like, I guess kind of recap. Yeah. So like Barb, her husband mm-hmm. passed away uh-huh. and then Star, yeah, her husband left her, the like secretary, the secretary, yeah. you know, or something. And, um. But I kind of also like how, with those, how they both, yeah, were interested in Edgar Moore, but they used the opportunity not to kind of create some competition. You know, you kind of had this awkward, but it still worked out where Barb was like, like, no, hey, you gave me some closure, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of with them when she, you know, and moved away and opened the door for Star to like, so Star could find, you know, they still could have their journey. Barb's could be, you know, was like, go out of my comfort zone, go do things like uh-huh. crazy. Meet Tommy like, Bahama. Things that scare me.
1: Like that, the bit yeah. with Tommy and Bahama. Then, like,
2: Opened up star, yeah. Opened up star to be like, learn that you are worth, that you are worthy of again. Right. You're not disgusting. And One you can see favorite... that,
0: like, because mm-hmm. what Barb's journey would have been is because her husband was a rodeo star and was trampled to death. She's but a not little more Scared,
1: ball. and you can t-
2: but not, not, by not by horses. Yeah. Not, not by, by horses. horses. <laughs> that was, during a black that Friday, was Friday. Right <laughs> down the um,
1: the um, he was trampled by a bull. No, by Black Friday shoppers. A TV. Um, oh, yeah, they had, I did um, get that TV. On Black Friday. <laughs> I did get one. Like, it was just so... so, but she's scared because she's the
0: one who's like constantly pointing out the risks of things like from the beginning. So what she actually needed wasn't a, a love, a lover or a love affair or that like that validation. She needed to not be afraid. And she, you know, turns into a total island badass. So. But uh, what, but what Ahuya. star needed was to realize she's not a disgusting woman. <laughs>
1: right. One of my favorite bits of physical comedy goes back to when Kristen Wiig is writing the letter to Edgar, she, we see her writing the letter, but at the same time, Annie Mumolo is getting in the bath or getting in the bath. She turns the bath turns on, the on and then climbs out the window and like, like, she yes. her way out the window, <laughs> rolls, like, rolls out, and then paddles on the thing. Like, it is the funniest. It is. Oh, yeah. Such...
2: Like, that kind of stuff I eat up I, every time. Yeah, I was
1: like, that is, it is so funny. And in that scene where they're both trying to go, I think one of the brilliant things about this movie is how perfectly, because it seems like who planned this movie and they just let everything go. But, like, the beats of. It mirrors the, it when barb Perfectly. goes to see yeah. edgar and when star goes to see edgar it beat by beat it is exactly the same and it is like oh this is you know, like the so background so. background actors they're both eating ice cream mm-hmm. at the same time they're both talking about their husbands at the same time at the same part in the walk when barb is saying that her husband was trampled star is saying that her husband left her because because her husband had a foot fetish and she has or a toe fetish, and she has very tiny toes. They're, they stopped growing when she was three months old. They're, like, grains of rice. Like, again, stupid-ass line. I forgot about that. Stupid, <laughs> stupid line.
2: I think that was the line you randomly texted me, like, months <laughs> later. I guess you were re-watching it. And it, took, it that took me a second, but I didn't ask. I was like, wait, no. And okay, they both yes, feel sorry,
0: bad sorry. about <laughs> – they both, at the same time in the conversation, feel bad. And then they realize, like, something that they've done. And I don't remember what Star says, but Barb is like, oh, my God, I wasted so much water. And then Barb, what yeah. does Barb say? Or Star. She's just like, oh, Star, like, yeah, I, think says,
2: Star I think she just said that she um, feels bad, like she lied to her, she never lied to her, she needs to get back, so we don't have time. And I need you inside me right so now. So we have to be really quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is
0: one of the funniest things, too, because they're, like, sitting on this little swing set or something, they're sitting on the steps up to a slide at a playground, <laughs> and they go wild, and then she's like, I've got to get back, and... She like pulls nope, her shorts up and she runs around and she goes around <laughs> nope. the back of the slide and then comes back and she's like, "We're gonna have to do that one more time."
1: <laughs> yep, nope, one more. It's so funny that it's just so well thought out. The whole thing is so good. I had a lot more stupid lines that are funny because there's just so much. Oh, you should talk. I know all about the HPV. Look, I was gonna tell you. You probably a lot of people have it. You probably have it. <laughs> What about, like,
0: what is your favorite... I know we've talked about the hotel room. What's your favorite, like, um, pickup line or innuendo line or just line that is sexual in nature? (laughs) Because I have one that just killed me for some reason, I don't...
1: Uh, I have to think on that. What's yours?
0: Okay, so when she decides... Oh, gosh, I don't even remember when it is, actually. Star and Edgar have, like... An established fling going on and she goes to his room and she's like i i need to talk to you inside where your sheets are <laughs> i just thought that was hilarious because like she is really forward with him after she kind of like comes out of her shell and realizes like oh this really cute young guy is having sex with me (laughs) so she's like gonna make it happen as much as possible and i just thought that was like (laughs) you would not picture that character thinking those words and then saying them and i just thought it was really
2: funny right or even when they're walking on the beach and she's like you pleasured me so much like and your dog went very (laughs) deep deep. i think in fact it went so deep (laughs) It touched Aww. my heart. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. Like it's just like you're like who just thinks yeah, of yeah. So not, then
0: that? Yeah. I mean, and
2: that. And then they're just so like, oh. But when he said that at the end, like oh, you're the most beautiful one I've met. And also on the inside, like not in front insides. of he's
0: like, No, not yeah, those insides. No, not <laughs> in front not of Barb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but again, like I love it shows again also some of her confidence. Yeah. And you of- know, that she's just like, oh, my inside. Oh, he's talking about, uh, yeah, hey. the inside of hey, me. Him. He's explored like, just seeing that, like, yeah, just confidence that she wouldn't have had in the beginning, she didn't have.
1: Um, I think I love all the piano bar. Oh, piano
2: my guy God. Songs about boobies
1: <laughs> and. Oh, Richard
2: Cheese. The- oh, what's the-
1: how he, how he like, takes boobies. And not the bird. He's talking about breasts. But and then he does the like lounge version of all of his friends that he's grown up with are starting to die and I'm just like oh. <laughs> like <laughs> so dumb um it's just so there are so many little moments and I think that's what makes this movie so good is like you can go back and be like I didn't catch that the first eight times I watched this movie okay so I think for my best line though again I don't think I it, it, choosing one line was really hard. And so I kind of chose, I think, a scene because the way it Mm. happened together. Did you did we do the same again? I
0: have a feeling, but I could be wrong.
1: So the way it sets up and the way that it It has to be. It has to the be. way that it pays off in the yes. movie. It just yeah. yeah. So I chose the entire Trish yes. exchange. <laughs> <laughs> oh we did it again. <laughs> um, I chose the entire Trish exchange. Yep. Because it is it is just so funny how they keep talking and like layering this whole story about this woman's life and it's just like nonstop talking. So, Well,
3: I was not prepared for that takeoff. Mm, Me neither. Ma'am, I apologize for screaming at the top of my lungs. (laughs) What? A free magazine. What? I have got to read this interview with Don Chiedel. Oh, I love him. You know, that reminds me the other day I said to myself, I cannot think of a famous actress named Trish. You're kidding. That's my favorite name. What? Mine too. How have we never talked about this? To me, a woman named Trish is a woman you can count on. Really has her act together. Athletic, natural. Just real natural. And loves the holidays. Trish, at Christmas? Forget it. She gets everyone a gift. What about Halloween? Ah, Trish leaves a big pot of candy for the kids. Yeah. Because Because she she trusts. trusts. (laughs) She'd be out with her girlfriends. Country dancing. She has a natural sense of rhythm. (laughs) She'd have one ear double pierced and the other just single. (laughs) Once when I was applying for a job at Talbot's, I told him my name was Trish. (laughs) Well, remember when I was in that hit-and-run in that lady path? Uh Uh-huh. Her name was Trish. Really? Trish loses one of her ears in a twister, but not her hearing. She's a storm chaser. Her mom does not want her to be. Well, their relationship is tough. Mm. Trish has always wanted to be a portrait photographer. She loves people. She would always say a person's face is a lot about how they look. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, (laughs) Trish's favorite number? Four. Four. Her favorite animal? Ten. Ten. Trish's favorite movie? Oh, Short Circuit. (laughs) And then she said... You know what skin cancer? You are not gonna take me. Because I'm gonna take my own life. And she did! She jumped off that cliff near her house on the cape, dove right into the water, hitting every rock on the way.
1: And now, there's a beautiful spirit out there in the ocean. And you know
0: what her name is? It's trash! So you know what the line the line yeah. is, though, then? Your best line is, it's Trish. It's Trish. It's Trish. At the end. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's Trish. Just two who words. It's Trish. It's Trish. Or, or um, when they're on the,
0: the escalator, too, and they like are, they're like yeah, they're wrapping yeah, it the up, and they're him. like, <laughs> and who uh-huh. was that? Do you know what her it's name Trish. is? <laughs> Trish. Um,
1: no, Trish. So the best line, I think the best line for me really is, now there's a beautiful spirit out there in the ocean, and you know what her name is. Trish and it's just so so... like it just is so well done I mean there are so many other good lines in the movie but if I'm looking at the best line is like what makes the movie like they're talking about friendship they're Mm -hmm. talking about female empowerment Mm -hmm. in a way Um, yeah they're talking about being nice and Mm -hmm. that really is the movie and then it pays off so well with Reba McIntyre at the end
0: yeah
2: oh yeah like it pays off that there's Trish and then when Trish is Reba like that's just like an extra like I could like you couldn't like yeah. you couldn't have cast another <laughs> like there could have been other Trishes that like if you didn't think of Reba or see that you know you'd be like oh that's good but it's like you know I feel like it could have been like Reba or maybe it could have been like Dolly right something. you know it's like now you're like you're like there's a very short list oh yeah, that's um, Trish that might be the list <laughs> you know um, I liked Trish's final elicited, line too, like... but I
0: didn't write it down. I just wrote Trish's final line because I was getting lazy, I guess, because I had written so much other stuff.
1: I have the script so, up here. Okay. I can find it. <laughs> I hope you all learned something here. I know what I did. Sometimes you got to step out of your box a little, then you really know what life's all about. Oh, what do I know? I'm just an old water spirit. Name's Trish. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. okay Perfect. Perfect. So, so Jess,
0: you chose the same thing. Yep. I just wrote down, it's Trish. And then I just wrote Trish in all caps and put a bunch of stars around it. Cause I just, oh, yeah. yeah. And even, so this is after I had just been writing so much stuff down and I was like, you should stop writing so much stuff down. And then the Trish scene happened <laughs> and I was like, well, I can't write all of this down, but I have a pretty good feeling just knowing this movie, like remembering what else happened in the movie. I was like. I have a pretty good feeling. This is probably this is probably it, and I was right.
2: Kaylee, what was what was yours? As a um, as an accountant, I'm a rule follower, so I did get it down to one line. <laughs> Even though I love the Trish stuff, so I kind of ended up because you know start going with the actually where um after Sharon you know spills her childhood, her very you know. Childhood trauma. And then Yo Yo, who has such a special place, just says, I think your feelings are valid and this is the only answer. Yeah. <laughs> and I also just love because it's like, Yo Yo, like, I don't think Yo Yo's like evil. He's not bad or good. Like, he was stolen, you know, so he just kind of knows. This. But like, I think he's also just like, he's along for the ride and he's like, he is here to support. Because to him, you know, Sharon, like, isn't evil. You know, it's kind of like you're stolen at a young age and this is what you know. Like, <laughs> You kind of think like Empire, like, yeah, no, like we're, this is what life, you know, this is what we need to do. And just the fact that he's like, you know, who knows what he really thinks of the story. But like, it just felt like there he is just being the support, like what she needed in that moment. Yeah. Like, and so that's, I think just in general, you know, it's one that does kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of your, like more real world. Yep. Applicable. Just like sometimes like you just need to be with people and what they need you know, kind of like in that moment, you don't have to always necessarily try and hit people with the truth or something, right. You know, just talk them out of engage. something
0: or and, provide them other options. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to say, yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I've got you. And that's why I think he's just along for the ride. Cause it's not like he was really excited about this evil plan. And then once like at the end, when she decides like, I'm ready for friends. And then he's like, right. He's suddenly ready to party. He's not like pissed yeah, that like, I drove the submarine and I kept those little Keep motions little left motion, and right, like you motion. said, and did this like and now we're not even like he just was now like, all right. Oh, yeah. Now we get yeah. to party. Like but I just was like, what a supportive, you know, plus especially given the fact he was stolen. He could have been, you know, he could have been yeah. angry or lots of other things. But he's like, yeah, I think your feelings <laughs> are valid. And this is the only answer. What we want to hear sometimes, even when we know we're being irrational. I don't
0: think she is. Honestly, I agree with like, him. I don't think she is. If but like, what happened to her as a child happened to her. Like, it does. It's not logical for to be getting your revenge on a different group of people like twenty years twenty years later. But what happened to her was ridiculously over the top, horrific, and.
2: Yeah, I think I mean more like, no, she wasn't being, but I meant like sometimes when I know I'm being illogical, me me personally, sometimes it's like, sometimes I just need you. Like, I know what I'm saying is, you know, out there what I'm wanting to do, but sometimes I just need you to say, yeah, "Yeah, no, (laughs) yeah, no, that was, that would be quite the traumatic childhood experience, though.
0: It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense for her to want to get revenge on the people who weren't involved but it does make sense for her to want to get revenge
1: but i mean that's the thing of like any super villain they're they're like it they are out for revenge it doesn't make yeah. sense necessarily who they're after
0: right. but the it's, it's very
1: blind yes
2: yeah, it's like ha world dominated somebody it's so, so many years to somebody has to pay and
0: you just get to a point where it doesn't matter who it is right you know
2: it's more the satisfaction yeah. of the vengeance of like Seafood jam seafood, is where jam. This happened. seafood jam seafood jam is they're gonna now be known as you know we're gonna sour the seafood jam's name uh, speaking of and in its 49th year yeah. before it's fifth and then I, I don't know if you'll notice on the sign it was the 49th year of the seafood jam so man could you imagine just getting that and not being able to hold it again like mm-hmm. when you're about to they are probably gonna go really oh, all out for the 50th 50th We have not, we have
1: not talked at all about two of my favorite moments in this movie. And that is the musical numbers. Like, another elicited, like the very, like, Busby Berkeley kind of hotel intro musical number. Like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, that was another one where I was like, what the
2: fuck am I watching? And then. And then I'll say then I felt like they did all that. They built it up just for that motel joke. Just, just for the like motel. It was great to see that there was such a big production. I feel like just the setup. Oh, yeah, they're at the wrong place. <laughs> Which
1: yes. is so great. Like, again, we and will I, take no notes. Like, Yeah. We would like to but, commission but the, and choreograph for one joke.
0: But yeah. the, the Edgar ballad is oh. chef's like, fucking kiss. Oh. Holy. Oh. That's. When we were watching this movie, this is where I was like, oh my god, this is just a different, it's just a different tier of movie that you just don't get very often. They were where I really realized that they were doing something I had never seen done just so perfectly. Just absurdism, so perfectly done when I when we got to this scene Uh, so and and I had to look it up this is a thing with me I always have to see who is singing if I don't know that the person sings already I'm like okay I have to see if the singing um this actor is actually singing because I didn't think that this sounded like Jamie Dornan but it sounded like some like another familiar person and I was like oh so did they get like um like some 80s you know, pop ballad, soft rock guy to come do this, you know? And then I looked it up and nope, it's him. And then I went into like a rabbit hole of reading all these Jamie Dornan interviews where he said that this was like, he basically was saying that this movie is him. He was like, this is me. This is what I want to do. I want to do more like this. I want to do the sequel to this. Like he's out there pushing for them to do a sequel to this because he really felt that like the goofiness of this movie represented his personality. And I love that.
1: I love was, that. Well, that so
0: this unexpected. guy who like became a superstar for a, well, I haven't seen them. So I don't know. I haven't
1: either. Have you seen the Gr- yeah. 50 shades movies, Kaylee? I can no, only no. imagine
0: that they are very different. Just below softcore Maybe a little softcore. But anyway, like a v vi- an er- erotic we'll we'll just say, you know, maybe yes, not I graphic, a... but erotic. I so this fair. is what like thrusted him oh god. Um <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I lie. I had a better word and I lost it. Um, <laughs> no, that was the right Back to word.
2: back right. to our it seemed like lost, that was our lost one.
0: city. Is that a chapter four? That's a chapter four word? <laughs> um So he really, that's where he really got, you know, gained a lot of his fame. But then he did more dramatic movies. So we have this guy who's like heartthrob, you know, romance guy sexy romance guy and then he's like also I can act but then he's saying that Barb and Star is the movie that is like encapsulates him and uh, that was a very long-winded way to say um, I would love to meet Jamie Dornan because he sounds like he's just a big goofball. And-
2: see I also really like how you know so you have for Edgar you do have this guy who is known like before mm-hmm. this movie like you a lot of people still like you see him you think like Christian Grey you know in that and so it's funny that there's this guy who like was very desired like especially middle-aged women you know so, oh like, yeah, yeah all yeah. these women heavily desired him and now he's in a role where all he wants is for this middle-aged woman to desire him <laughs> like exactly you know and be like and so it's kind of also funny where like i know that that mo- these movies are not related at all but there is kind of also i think a little extra funny to be like he's was known and blew up for like this role about how desirable he was, like, and now he's just, like, obsessed with being an official couple. Yes,
0: he just wants <laughs> with, a girlfriend. This puppy dog,
2: with this middle, like, I just thought it was kind of just, like, a funny, like, also a little just switch of, like, um, yeah, it was, like, but now it's, like, oh, yeah, the one woman that he wants, you know, in the beginning is not into him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought that was and really cute, too, have- when... Um, <laughs> yeah. Who, I don't remember who says it. Oh, it's... It is... Star... I think. And sh- I think it's Star. Who who tells him you shouldn't have to make someone love you? That, I
2: don't remember. Oh, that. gosh. Because now it's like... Yeah, I, I just wrote
0: it down. And I know, I know they, they say it's him. And he's kind of like... That's kind of where he has the aha moment that...
2: Oh, I think it was Star. Maybe when they're on the... Yeah, when they're on the paddle boat or something. When they're on their little version of the date. Because she used processing through... Yeah. Yeah. Carmine. Like, and how she was... Trying to yeah making this she's like yeah you shouldn't that's when I realized yeah you shouldn't have to make someone I think that yeah I think somewhere like in mm -hmm. that date is where that came up
1: so too um I I just loved him in this movie he was so like so good so funny it was so unexpected like I did not see any of that coming at all and it's just seagull in the like sky can you hear my prayer yeah beach can you hear my prayer
0: seagulls in a group can you hear my prayer
2: oh and did um. I also loved when he started doing the ballet part dancing, how it was like, they didn't even really try and hide that, you know, like it's a double, it's clearly (laughs) like, it's clearly this other person. And I also thought that was a great little intentional. And then there's
1: only like, there's only two musical numbers. Unless we want to count the disco, uh, my heart will go on. But like, and then there's the reggae version of my Sun will come out or the Sun will come out tomorrow, which was also a great choice. But there's only two musical numbers. So it's not like this is a musical. It's like we're using these musical numbers for very specific purposes. And it's Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. so funny. It's so, so good. Um, I do have to say the um, Edgar official couple part does lead me a little bit into my worst line. Okay. So I i just there's something about official couple i can't wait for this like that that was an option for my worst line just because there's something about the way that like, official couple just like it just sounds. i think that it's the point to sound bad and like i get that it's just like i hate it just sounds cringy it sounds and I, a little so outdated
0: and silly like he's yeah. you know like um uh, you know like he's um like one of the boys in Bye Bye Birdie who just needs to put his pin on the girl before Conrad Birdie shows up or something. Like (laughs) we are an official couple. (laughs) We're going steady. Very outdated. Right. Yes. It's right up there with going steady. Like what does that mean? Aren't you, I mean, kind of, if you look at their, their lives before he shows up at Vista Del Mar, they kind of are an official couple. (laughs) Like they live together. They do
1: everything together. Like,
2: but it's, again, you have to he, communicate yes. that or you don't know if you're on the same true. page. It's
1: true. He's like, very you know, emotionally open so, and she is very not.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we used to kind of say people would have their DTR, which is like determine the relationship, you know, if you've been hanging out and didn't know. But eventually, though, like if you're just kind of living in this, eventually we we just said death, death to the, oh, they're going to DTR. That's probably death to the relationship because <laughs> they're at a place where because clearly they both don't know where they are. And so they haven't been right. communicating in a yeah meaningful way leading up to this so that usually means that you know one of them's gonna realize that they're not on the same right, page right but, but yeah but that's where i could see like it more just being you know again i guess we don't know necessarily a lot of his backstory we have... to know even though he is very handsome but like you well, know if he was that, that kind of like maybe when nerdy Barb one, and
1: Star are... well, oh yeah yeah so he
2: has that yeah so he has that rough thing so it could be a thing where again he just sees and he hasn't matured you know yeah. or grown up to kind of he just has this childhood idea of like oh when it was like official couples, like he's got to be yeah, you have to name it and be official, and no, and then we can brag about it. I
1: forget what he says. And Wait, what does he say? To What's it. his story? I his, forget. Um, let me see if I can find it. He yes, yeah, when
2: they're getting out of the yeah, it's, rope I don't pay attention to it as much tough. because
1: oh, when I was seven years old, my father left my mom, my eleven sisters, and me. We had no money. I even tried to sell my poop for farmers saying it's fertilizer. It was never enough.
0: That's right. Now I remember it. And I don't remember that because the physical comedy of the two of them, them getting out of the rope. And then every time he turns around to, like, make they're... a point, And they're pretending that the rope's still on them is one of the funniest <laughs> bits physical bits i've oh my oh, yeah. god i was dying so i was yeah. just not paying attention to what he said at all i do remember the selling my poop to farmers as fertilizer bit but yeah, the rest of it i was not paying attention
1: at all for sure it's for sure <laughs> overshadowed by what barbara Starr are doing which i think oh, kind of is god. the point too but he does yes, have like absolutely a little backstory. yeah
0: it did not so, matter what he said at all no. really we we were not supposed to really be paying attention yeah. to that.
2: No. <laughs> he could have said so that's it. where I think he maybe still had some of that like, you know. Again, I know times have changed, but even you know if he's just like a little bit older than like we are right now. So back when I was a kid, it was like the the big thing was like the fairy tales and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. princesses the find their print You know, like that was still so it could be the thing. Yeah, where he kind of maybe had that kind of idea, yeah. and then just never really because then he was just devoted to this woman for, you know, in her service for, because she showed kindness, put $50 in his cup. And no, I remember, yeah. Um, and then she like, you know, he devoted himself to, for her. So that's where I think I yeah. was more from like an innocent, like as a kid when I was just, yeah, I was trying to kind of look in the outside world and trying to climb, climb out. So that wasn't my worst line. It, it always like
1: bothers me, the official couple part, but my worst line is actually the ending. I really, I feel like the movie is so good. And then how they solve the Sharon Gordon Fisherman thing. Like, I like the, the buildup of the, like, Oh, I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. Like, I like the, the ad lib lines, but her line at the end where she's like, I'm ready. Yes. I want to have friends. I just, every time I see this movie, I'm like, that's what we got. That's how we're sticking this landing. Yeah. It's just done. I can see that. Everything else is so well crafted. And so then, and like, I, I like the buildup of like, oh, I'll be your friend. Okay. I'll be your friend. Like, I mean, clearly this woman's been lonely. She hasn't had people who liked her. And so that, that all makes sense. And just her last line there. I'm just like, I'm ready. I want to have friends. <laughs>
0: it's not really just, necessary. Yeah.
1: It's not necessary. It just feels, I don't know. I just, I've never liked it. It always bothers me. It always sticks out as just like, we didn't need that at all. Yeah. Didn't need it. And, like, also, every other line in this movie is just so gosh darn good that I couldn't couldn't come up with anything else. Yeah, no, I just – it always, always bothers me.
0: This is – okay, so I kind of have a thing, too, where this line bothers me, and it bothered me right away. It sets up a joke that I love. I love the joke that it sets up. So I can say that, like, if it's part of the joke, if it's what we have to have to have the joke, then fine. But, like, by itself – um, we don't have cell phones. Just bothers me because Barb and Star, if I'm grounding these women into a realistic stereotype, Barb and Star in real life would be on their phones non stop. They would have phones. They would be texting each other hilarious emojis and, and, While gifts and next memes to each all other. day. Yes, like they would be taking hysterical selfies with baby turtles they would be on they would have phones and they would buy so the whole joke is she buys this gigantic conch shell pink conch shell uh, cell phone cover that looks like you're talking into a seashell if you put it on your cell phone um so star shows it and is like look it looks like i'm listening to the ocean and barb says that's so cute but we don't have cell phones. And then she says, oh, I know I'm going to put it on our landline at home.
1: (laughs) Which is a great joke. (laughs) Which
0: is hilarious. But also, I would rather just see her, a part of me wanted to see her put it on her cell phone and talk into this gigantic pink shell throughout the movie. So, and we don't, we don't like gain anything. I can understand, well, as someone who has had, had to like, solve the cell phone plot hole problem post 1999 when you're writing something and you're like, why wouldn't they just text someone or why wouldn't they just use their cell phone? You have to be like, Oh, they, they dropped it, you know, three chapters ago or, Oh, there's no service. Cause we're in the mountains or whatever. Like, or, you know, more recently <laughs> I've been writing, middle grade so I'm like well they're 12 they have cell phones but they leave them they leave them behind all the time because they're forgetful and they're not totally used to like having it on the most like so you have to work that into your writing nowadays and but there wasn't anything in this movie that a cell phone would have disrupted you know I don't think there were any scenes where it would have been like oh they could have just called it doesn't ruin anything it doesn't So they could have just had them. That's what I'm trying to say. They could have had them and it wouldn't have changed anything. They could have had them for literally like that one scene. So it just stands out to me now when people talk about cell phones in in an unrealistic manner. And I just felt like these two women would have had cell phones. But I like the joke. I like the visual (laughs) of her putting it on the landline. That's funny. But I, I want Barb and Star to have cell phones. In this sequel, they need cell phones.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Sure.
0: And and Star needs to be texting Edgar dirty emojis nonstop.
2: <laughs> Maybe even like kind of also questionably dirty you yeah. know, ones that you're like, hey, how is that, that even dirty? Like, that, aren't, that aren't already right. dirty, you know, that like.
0: <laughs> like he knows it's dirty, but <laughs> we see that be. it's just like a calculator and a unicorn and like a ladybug yeah. and stuff. And you're like, wait what <laughs> but mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah see hire hire us we'll write yeah. the self we'll phone write the part sequel.
1: of yeah, the sequel exactly. <laughs>
2: just yeah. that part I mean I think Danny just... Mamelo and Kristen Wiig have a cover yeah. oh yeah I can yeah. pick I can pick random emojis because I don't even know which one you know like, we know would probably but... I don't know I only know I about know the eggplant and then like the peach is a butt that's all yeah. I know
1: <laughs> I think that's right. all I know but... That's, that's all but I would I got.
0: probably pick something that I'm like, there's no way this is sexual and <laughs> and they'd be like somebody would it's be probably... like some twenty year old would be like, that's sexual yeah. and be like,
1: what how <laughs> how how I don't know um Kaylee, what was yours? Your worst line,
2: okay, so this is where like mine's not that deep. This is again where like again, like I'm not a writer, you know, is this a, like those points were very interesting. Um, cause then as I was thinking through some lines, is like a lot of stuff, I'm like, okay, but just given what this movie is, it's like, yeah, no, like it's not actually like a bad right. Right. line. So like, there weren't necessarily a ton of like just kind of throwaways or something like annoyed me. It's like, well, oh, that's, but yeah, I get the point of it. So I just kind of went more just on feeling that like, for some reason, whenever they're packing... It's just a quick thing, and she puts in the brush. She goes, It's a toilet scrubber and a back scrubber, like, oh, oh, or something. But yeah. She just sets it in there and talks about. I just always get this visual of cleaning out, oh, like, gross. and of course, it's not even clean, like, cleaning out like a gross thing, and then oh, just be like, gross. Oh, yeah, wow, I got a knife from the <laughs> oh, back. Gross. And for some reason, so I think just that cringe factor is why like, I was like, fair. Okay, I'll pick this as my worst line because, like, I mean, the packing, right. yeah, it is kind of fun, like, with the different. Um, it's funny. Yeah, like just kind of, they're just like different reasons. But that yeah. one little bit each time, like, I can't help but to have this little cringe because I imagine twa- oh, scrubbing a toilet and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I can't get that itch on my back. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that is, no, I'd never. That is image image that's kind that of the direction I went with my, with my, my worst line. Will not
1: be able to unsee or unthink about that. Thank you, Kaylee. Oh, gross. No, gross, 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 you're
2: welcome. Your, I'm glad I could bring something new. Your too. feelings
1: are valid. <laughs> And this is the
2: only option. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That is what I feel supported. Because that is what I needed. Right it is now.
0: funny. It's kind of clever, but it's it like no, yes. I <laughs> don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't yeah. want to think mm-hmm. about it. I agree. I agree. That's something like
2: I'll make those kind of little like silly, you know, dumb jokes. You know about something like oh yeah, and you can also use it like whatever, but not. um but like, cause I also in college was part of like a sketch comedy group, you know, so that I kind of get, and I like those little comments, but I'm like, but in my head, I'm like, I don't know if I would even go from if I ever did like toilet scrubber to like touching anything uh-huh. on my body, I probably would have to pause and be like, nope, nope, nope. I take it back. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I can't, like, I can't, like, that's too uh-huh, much for me uh-huh. to imagine and laugh at. No. I mean, it's still funny, but so that's yeah, that's the direction I went with. No,
1: that. I think that's, that's it's a valid worst line. And now, as I said, burned in my brain. Thank you for that. I
2: You're welcome. So yeah, no, glad I, <laughs> yeah.
1: I have to it's, clean you my You It ties
2: there, to also so. being burned in your brain. That I, yeah, and you know, the, like, yeah. Imagine if I didn't rescue you out of the bathroom when you were locked when you locked yourself <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> when we lived together.
1: Okay, so this is if, this is actually a great like. Random story that we can just like add in here. I was actually going yeah, to say like, like the highlight when, when um, I was thinking about it when uh, when Barb climbs out of the bathroom window. Yes. So because that was like I was when I was watching it back this time. I was like, oh, we're gonna have Kaylee on here. That's funny. Barb's climbing out of the bathroom window. So um, it was like 2017, I think. I had just started teaching at the high school that I was teaching at, and I got home and it was like 8:30 on a Tuesday night, and got home from school. I was working a volleyball game, got ready for bed. Kaylee and our other roommate were both were not there. And I um, go to leave our bathroom and we lived in this very old Victorian house down in town, Colorado Springs. And I take the doorknob off the door and it like falls out into my hand. I was like, okay, well, I'll just put it back on the back on the thing. And I put it back on the latch and I push the latch through to the other side. I just hear like kerplunk and I was just like well um so then I um I'm like okay don't panic yet don't panic we can figure this out so I undo a hinge pin and like I try to and
2: this is our second floor bathroom
1: bathroom. (laughs) and so I undo a hinge pin and try to like get the hinge to do the latch but the hinge pin's circular and the latch is square so of course that's not gonna work Mm -hmm. and then I find some bobby pins and I try to like MacGyver my way out (laughs) with like picking the lock and like I am not I am not good at that type of thing. Not going to happen. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And it's like 8.30. My phone is in my bedroom. I'm starting to panic a little bit because this was my first semester at Rampart. So like, I was like, okay, what if I'm locked in here all night? I don't know. Like, I think my roommates will come home, but like, who knows? Um, I think our other roommate might have been out of town even. Oh, gosh. And so then I... Like, I'm like, okay, I've seen enough episodes of Friends to know that this wasn't going to work, but I decided to do it anyway, and I like ran into the door, and then I found out later that the door opened the wrong way for that to have actually worked. <laughs> so, cool. Um, so then I, like, looked towards the second story, like, the bathroom window, and this is where, like, when Barb climbs out, I was like, er, that's very funny, um, but she was on the first floor, I look out the window maybe there's like a ledge or something I can climb down. I open the window and it is a straight two story drop. So at that point I just like swallow my pride. I lean out the window and start yelling help! I'm like, <laughs> the top of my lungs. And I'm like, I'm short, and the window is pretty tall, so I'm like, kind of like vertical, or I'm like horizontal, <laughs> and <laughs> perpendicular to the window, like whole, like leaning out the window, and finally, Like a neighbor feet
0: kicking me. behind you. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and neighbor hears me, comes out from across the street, and just goes, um, like, what do you need? And at that point, I'm like, call 911, feels too dire. <laughs> 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 so... I I was like, oh, I dawned on me where Kaylee is because it was Tuesday night. I was like, oh, call Tony's and ask for Kaylee because I know she's at Tony's because it's trivia. And so Tony's was a local bar. It just opened, right, Kaylee? And it just opened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The new
2: bar. It's been there since like the nineties. Yeah. It's
1: like old. It has like it has like seats and everything. Kaylee was there every night. I was Like Kaylee's not missing trivia, call, t- call Tony's. So he, not calls every a- night so at the, the bar, it was every, a good
2: every-, every trivia night, and then maybe a few other happy hours and things. It was the neighborhood bar that I could trivia, walk to. Not every
1: night at the bar, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, good clarification. Um, Kay- Kaylee would have missed trivia, so um he calls Tony's and they're like, she's not there. And I'm like, no, I know she's there. And so he drives over to Tony's, which is like five minutes from her house. <laughs> and at this point I'm going to pass the story over to Kaylee because I think she has a better yeah. perspective of what happens now.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I guess like, yeah, so I've been, had been going to Tony's pretty frequently for a while. So I knew most of the people, but I guess, except for the one person who answered the phone. Um, but yeah, we're sitting there in trivia and then the, um, store person comes up you know who i knew and knew me comes up with someone else he's like oh yeah this guy needed to talk to you like okay and then he just said something like yeah yeah like is your roommate melanie or something and I'm like, yeah. On like yeah she's in the bathroom and i'm just like okay he's like well no like yeah i think she's like locked in the bathroom and like at home she, like needs your help or something and i'm obviously like just very confused yeah. but it seems i'm like okay i don't know this person like it seems like i need to go home though and figure out because of course Melanie doesn't have her phone on her So cuz I of course try calling real quick while I'm like walking home cuz you know and the neighbor very nice so like oh no yeah I'll just walk home and then I open the door and yeah and I see her, like uh oh Kaylee I'm like, I like I think I heard you walk <laughs> up and I'm like Kaylee and I'm just like, yeah. out the window I'm like hi <laughs> yeah and so then I see the door handle on the floor on the other side and I was just like this <laughs> If it didn't happen to me, it would happen to Melanie. So, hey, I'm glad it happened to her instead. <laughs> and so, like, I was able to put it on there and turn it and free her. But just think, if I wasn't so predictable in my Tuesday night oh, trivia, wow. oh my gosh. you probably would have, like, decided to clean the toilet. And then what if you had, like, a yeah. Like, like, like you know, you could have been. So you're welcome. I saved you from that kind of situation. You did
1: take me. I've actually, like, replayed that night multiple times just thinking, like, what would have <laughs> happened had Kaylee not? Yeah. Like, like, had no somebody not heard me? I mean, I think you would have come home eventually and, like, seen. Oh, yeah,
2: I usually did.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, come home, like, and, like, seen that it was there. But, but did like, you?
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess if the doorknob was on, I mean, the doorknob was on the, the outside, one, but like, I'm like.
1: And it was the one bathroom that, like, we, we only had one bathroom, really. Right. So, okay.
0: So I was going to say, if yeah, she like, had a different bathroom that she normally used.
2: No, my toothbrush, for everything. And, there, and those, <laughs> like, the one upstairs with all of our bedrooms. So, like, yeah, like, I would have, it, it as long it was, as someone came home that it, night, they would have seen it. Right.
1: But it was just, yeah, it's was um, a classic, classic tale that I will never live down, that I locked myself in a room that doesn't lock.
2: Because I didn't lock. I also, for different reasons, always bring my phone in the bathroom with me. And I feel like that, also, you know, it's also a lesson that. Melanie also learned I'm like just, just have it there with you just because you never know always bring phone. Always mine was bring. for unfounded fears one time of a floor in someone's bathroom just crashing down while I was using the bathroom yes. and wanting to be able to call from under the rubble it was <laughs> a little okay but you know with
0: the toilet like on top of you yeah I'm my father's child that so happen. if I get no, this idea
2: won't. like I get anxiety about a thing that could potentially happen like it's just I'm like I just gotta be prepared just in case
1: <laughs> I get that I very much get that well, I am very grateful that you saved me and that you were able to be join us today. I think that really was—if if you hadn't saved me from the bathroom, like who knows if we would even be yeah, doing yeah, this? There's podcast. no way. There's no. We, there's there's no, no way We'll never know. There's no way of knowing. Do so know. very grateful, Kaylee. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm like as I said, like when I saw this movie, I was like, this is Kaylee's movie. Um, <laughs> Any anyway, anyway, last thoughts about Barb and Star?
0: It's just it's it, it's. <sighs> pretty much perfect whatever circumstances had to happen in the universe for this movie to be made I hope that that just keeps manifesting over and over and over again and more movies like this get shoved in front of my face that's what I want to say about it
2: (laughs) yeah I think uh uh, kind of there's another line I think I would kind of end on I hope that I'm gonna take opportunities as they arise. To be able to tell people that, listen, I don't know more than what I've already said, and some of what I said, I'm not even sure I actually know. <laughs>
1: Perfect. That's that's a great way to sum that up. I I just love this movie. It'll I can watch it all the time. Oh, it's so so funny and so good. Kaylee, do you have anything that you would like to plug, or anything you would like the people to know? Are you still Running your your um, celebrity followed Batch Bay's account?
2: Oh no, that kind of fell up oh. a few years ago. Just when they were just posting more, you know, they're just not giving me much to work with. It was just all I know. sponsored ad content. What was Kaylee? It? <laughs> oh. I used uh, for a little bit. I had an app on my phone that was like a really cheap Photoshop, and I would take because um, we would watch Bachelor and
3: mm-hmm. Bachelor
2: all the franchises. And so I had a separate Instagram account, account that I called Batch Bays, where I would take their, um, cont- like, old contestants' Instagram photos, and then I would, fo- like, Photoshop, you know, but use this app to um, insert myself into the photos. But I would use existing pictures of me also, so I would just, so like, it didn't look natural, you know. There were right. a couple that actually kind of worked out that I was able to get some so, minor so details, funny. but if that wasn't the point, wasn't for it to look Natural, and then I would just have some caption about us hanging out, you know, or being friends. That's it was awesome. kind of a fun little how I think, but then eventually it got to where it was like just a lot of the contestants were posting their chills and
0: influencing
2: and in their ad, at, you know, and it was right. kind of like, right,
0: right, right, right.
2: It's more fun with the, having more of the action shots or doing something that yeah. I can actually, i didn't feel like it was very creative. It's like, I can take any of these, put in almost any picture of myself now and give a thing. Like, I like the more creative ones. So that was just kind of a fun little, just hobby for a little bit but my thing right now would be um especially just like you promoting like just youth sports and girls in sports As I said this new um for Colorado springs ultimate which ultimate frisbee is yeah a really great sport that i've been involved with playing and organizing on different levels and especially locally we've created the youth 501c3 so we can also do some fundraising but just different parts of the country and you know, like in la there's a huge in california in general there's a huge youth ultimate scene and they have like Southern California Youth Ultimate. Yeah, if people are kind of into sports and youth sports increasing access for kids in underserved areas and also girls trying to get, you know, like young girls up into the sport and just trying to help, create you know, bring down the financial barriers and other barriers to give more people access to a growing and really fun sport like yeah I just recommend people check it out check out the organized organizations that might be near you that you can maybe give to that are doing good work. how can
1: people find it if they want to learn more about it Kaylee
2: yeah in Colorado there's a couple but the one specifically in Colorado Springs that we just started is it's called Youth Ultimate of Colorado Springs but if you go to like springsultimate.org you'll find our main website and then we have youth sections you can navigate to there that talk about our different and growing programs But then also in general for the sport, if you go to USAultimate.org, that's kind of for the national governing body for the sport. And that'll also be able to kind of help plug people into different state organizations they're affiliated with and different foundations that we have where people can even donate directly to the national organization. But they're giving money to help players of color, youth of color, girls with memberships and other scholarships to play on national teams and get to travel and compete with people from all over the world. So, yeah. So lots of good stuff happening there.
0: So actually in my, in the middle grade fantasy series that I write with my sister, one of the girls is all into ultimate
1: Frisbee. That's awesome.
0: So yeah, it's something that I've thought about as we've talked about it and like, it seems like it would be a much more accessible sport for a lot of places, but it gets like overlooked for T-ball and baseball, softball and like soccer and stuff.
2: Uh, Yeah. It's it's gets overshadowed.
0: Yeah. When I was younger, I always had fun and I've seen that, you know, like where I live, I live in rural, rural Kansas and Disc golf is humongous here and it's strange to me when I've sat and thought about it that disc golf has taken off so much where it requires like a large amount of space and more investment, like more monetary investment in the different types of discs and stuff, uh, frisbees. And uh, ultimate Frisbee, you just need the fields that every town already has and just one kind of Frisbee. So, you know, I'm surprised we don't see it more in like uh, in rec leagues, like kids summer rec leagues and stuff.
2: Yeah. And that's what organizations like ours that are trying to work on, because it does get overshadowed by the ones that are like you see in college. And, you know, and there actually are professional mm-hmm. um, ultimate leagues now in Denver, actually, this is the Denver has a team now, Colorado Summit Summit's their first year. Nice. Um, so it's cool seeing it grow in that way. But that's why, especially in the schools, you know, we're trying to grow the high school leagues and down. And then also, especially kind of one thing that we've been starting to do is like we'll have some coaches that like coach lacrosse or soccer or something that will integrate ultimate into maybe like their practice one day a week or something just mm-hmm. to something different. Because it is great cross-training, especially for soccer. Like, if you have kids that are playing soccer year-round, it's like, oh, maybe maybe they'll want to take a season off and play ultimate instead, just does not, you know, help with that potential burnout. But you're still, you're running, you're cutting, you're working as a team, uh, you know, you have planned offenses and defensive strategies. So you're still conditioning, staying in shape, but you're just, yeah, trying to catch a disc instead of running and chasing a ball, you know, other differences. Right. So it's been kind of cool to also try and, like, see and try and help build up, you know, from that thing. Like, hey, this is a fun things, especially it's like, yeah, people playing soccer, if they're kind of getting tired of it one season, maybe like, hey, come check out ultimate for this season, because you're still going to be practicing yeah. and developing, you know, working on skills that will benefit you and soccer, but then you kind of get a little change right. of a change of pace. And it's also self-officiated. So it's really cool that on the youth level, okay. in addition to that, you're also learning another level of like conflict resolution, because you can call your fouls on the field. If I think someone yeah. found me, I can call it and then they can respond. They can agree or disagree. And there's rules for how you talk it through. And if you agree, this happens. If you disagree, that's a kind of another cool element, you know, of like teaching kids younger, like you want to play hard. Yeah. You want to win. Like, you know, it's like good to be right. competitive and do that, but you can basically, you can, you can win and play hard up, but not be a dick about it. Still be respectful mm-hmm. to your other people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the very youth friendly way to put it. <laughs> win, but don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <No>. uh- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Uh-huh the Colorado ultimate community is really cool. And I mean, I was a brief part of it. Very, very briefly um, hung up my cleats, but I, I mean, if I hung up my cleats, I mean, gave Kaylee back her second pair. Um, (laughs) um, No, it was a fun community to be a part of. And I'm glad that it's expanding and yes, definitely check out uh, Colorado ultimate or your local ultimate. And then also check out Kaylee's episode of the moth, where she tells a very funny story. Mm Um, it's on the Moth Podcast. It's called In Service Of is the name of the episode, and it aired in February 2021. Jess, do you have any wrap-up things?
0: I don't. I just um, I just want to say that I really hope this uh, episode inspires people to take a nice little out-of-the-box summer experience for themselves. Um, you don't have to go to Vista Del Mar. You can just, you know grab a nice book or find a nice podcast to binge and hang out on your patio. Um, And also please take your phone into the bathroom with you.
1: If that's something we can all, if if, if we can have one takeaway from today, it is treat yourself well and always bring your phone with you.
0: And and if you can get a big conch shell cover for it so that you remember, like, yeah, to take it that, into the bathroom with you, that, that would helps help. also. Mm-hmm.
1: That would help. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. don't know what we're doing next, so stay tuned for that. We don't
0: know what we're doing next, um, but then we do know that on, I believe, July 1st, we will be watching, well, <sighs> Melanie... I I actually don't know how you feel about this movie on the whole. I know you know I'm obsessed with it.
3: You made me watch You'll be it on watching the one of
0: my favorite. Of oh, I make everyone watch it all the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like my thing. I mean, if they if you talk about like movies that you would associate with certain people, this is the one that most people would say right off the bat for me. Like, uh. And I'm guessing, I'm just taking a wild guess that a lot of our listeners probably haven't seen it, probably have never heard of it. Uh, but we will be watching the musical 1776. There might be some other stuff, but it's kind of a long movie, so that it might just be that. So we'll be doing that, and I really hope that a lot of people um, watch it beforehand. It is a very good movie. I will say that. If you you like musicals and you have not seen this movie, or if you like Americana and American history and you have not seen this movie, you will be very, very pleased. Mm -hmm. You will enjoy yourself immensely.
1: I would agree with that.
0: And you will have a crush on
1: William Daniels. You will. There you go. Um, For all other (laughs) updates, you can follow us on Instagram at Worst Line. And you can check out our website, which I still don't know the URL of. It's the oh bestlineworstline.com. Yeah, worstline. it's com. just
0: all one, no spaces. Bestlineworstline.com. There it is. Uh, um, yes, you can. You can download episodes directly from our website. You just go to the episodes page, or you can listen to the podcast and follow/slash subscribe on uh, Apple, Google stitcher and spotify and
1: wherever you're listening be sure to rate and review it helps people find our podcast hope you are enjoying yourself as much as we did and uh have a great week